Ann Carrier. And I'm Ann Carrier's friend, Jillian. And you're listening to Sneaker Waves. Let's make an uneducated guest together. <sighs> Natalie! What a week it has been. What has it a not been? week it has So, been. like, we, we hopped on to record and, uh, what, all of 10 minutes into kind of our, like, pre-show, pre- pre-game warm-up, uh, and just fucking goofs and spills, <sighs> like, a whole glass of red wine on her duvet. Mind you, it's fucking two in the afternoon for her. <laughs> not good luck. Not a good you look. wreck. I'm an absolute yeah. hound today. I just am taking stumble after stumble. I took a lot of poopies this week, Jillian. Yeah. Here's a couple. Had a pro. Oh, oh, oh. For those who don't know, I am in grad school. Jillian is also in grad school. Yeah. We're like, we're like in grad school, but we're like, shit, what did we we're like, do? We're like, ayo, it's not just a look anymore. It's not just a bit. Yeah, we're like... It's not like we're, like, going to grad school, like, fuck, dude, we're, like, doing no, grad school. Oh, it. no. We're, like, really in it. Uh, yeah. So I had uh, a... <laughs> I embarrassed myself. Oh, I fell into my closet. I fell into my own closet <laughs> on Friday night. Got a, had a little bit too much fun, shall we say. Uh, fell into my closet. Hit my head violently on my vacuum. Um, and then was really concerned in the next morning because I was naturally quite hungover. But then I was like, maybe I'm also concussed. And so to convince myself that I wasn't concussed, I... Yeah, tell them about the check. So in my in my little world, I was like, if I were concussed, I would not be able to remember the Latin names of plants that I've been studying. So I just started 7 a.m. running through these plants, uh, <clears throat> which was really upsetting Uh in my body and my soul and my body really just rejected that activity and I ended up out in my yard just heaving heaving into the bushes in my matching red cat pajamas <laughs> uh but that yeah gross overshare but that that's been my week what about you Jillian so I'm also in grad school I'm getting a master's in biblical studies, which is Ayo. hilarious, which is fucking hilarious. That's a good bit. And I'd say like the low for me was like the whole cohort of biblical studies master students uh, learned that I have a f- oops, just told oops. everyone who's listening. Oops. Whoa. Wait, should I maybe not say that if my parents are going to listen to this? <laughs> should- <laughs> Shit. That's the thing. It's like, you know, how Damn much it. how much do we Wait. reveal? Let's bleep that out. And for the record, you didn't say f- Oh, and then we'll also bleep that out. <laughs> you have a you have a s- Oh, that sounds worse somehow. But I mean, actually other than that, I'm I'm okay. It was like the first one that kind of tripped me up, you know. Mhm. That and also the fact that I haven't found Mr. Right yet. Oh, That's like half the reason I like it. went abroad to go to grad school is to try and find Mr. Right. And I haven't found him yet, so I'm feeling really defeated. Lot, I agree, lots I've been of here Mr. like lots of Mr. Wrongs. Yeah, there was this kid named Dickens that I met. No, there wasn't. No, there wasn't. Did I not tell you about this? Shit? <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> okay, so I was, oh my god! I was in the the laundry room, like I'm in like a student housing, and I'm in I was in the laundry room doing my laundry, and it's like 9 a.m. So I'm looking kind of like a little tumbleweed rat. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing my laundry, and this son of a bitch walks up to me. He looks like, first of all, he looks like he'd be my cousin. And he starts chatting me up. I'm like, 
dude, bold of you to be chatting me up in the laundry room. Yeah. And then, so, like, then we're chatting and, like, I'm, like, yeah, you're nice and, like, okay, you have, like, good teeth and, like, a sharp jawline, like, whatever. That's not nothing. And then I was, like, so what's your name? And this grown-ass man says, I'm Dickens. No. (laughs) Who does that? But then also on top of that, I was thinking to myself, like, you know, if I had a name like Dickens, no shade to Dickens if you're listening, by the way. Yeah. But, like, if I, if my name was Dickens, I'd go, I'd... (laughs) I'd go by my middle name, but the fact that he's not going by his middle name or if Dickens is his middle name means the other name is so much worse. It's probably worse. What if his like first name is like Smegma, <laughs> but he chose to go by his middle name? Ligma. His... <laughs> I'm so Ligma Dickens. <laughs> She was a showgirl. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So needless to say, Anna and I have had not the most optimal of weeks. But Anna and I are like, okay, let's, you know, just, just put some some fun on. And tell the people or tell tell the people what we're watching this week. I'm excited. I'm excited too. I agree with you, Jillian. Uh something delightful, something to ease the soul, if you will classic comfort movie and so we this week will be watching hotel for dogs let's get to the movie <laughs> we're gonna get cracking <laughs> no um it, yeah, so Ho- hotel for dogs is kind of it's a little bit of a stray from you know like the like terminator avatar like trying to watch all of these like old classics we're like yeah let's just indulge a little bit let's like say fuck you and watch hotel for dogs i've the the title simply must say it all you know because like terminator there's like a little air of mystery to it yeah what's being terminated who is terminating exactly hotel for dogs done i know what this movie is i know know what this movie is exactly what this movie is like part of me kind of like hopes that i get thrown for a loop but also like something about being served something so straightforwardly right now is so appealing i think this movie is gonna kind of be like baked like if you were to just if someone were to give you a plate of salmon with rice just like straight up salmon with rice okay hear me out you know it's gonna be delicious unless the salmon is literally rotten it's gonna be delicious but if you know your salmon there's a lot of room there for variation, for nuance and complexity. Even though on the surface it seems really straightforward. What I'm trying to say in a really terrible roundabout way is that the simplicity of Hotel for Dogs actually lends itself to a really like complex, dynamic plot. Firstly, can I just launch in? Because I'm chomping at the bit here. Yeah, pop off. Okay, let's cover some, let's cover some basics here. So, this movie was actually released in January of 2009, which I personally find pivotal to understanding um, the kind of, like, emotional intention of this film, right? Because this is coming out right after uh, the 2008 crash. The Um, big short. The big short. The director, Thor Frudenthal, knew that. And he said, let's make something to warm the hearts of America. And I think 
the response to the crash was Hotel for Dogs. And uh, honestly, like, Hotel for Dogs, I think there was this whole genre, right, of movies that featured animals really prominently. Like, by 2008, we had had enough of people. So, like, let's get some animals in the mix. Let's get into their world, because ours is not in a good place. So, which is why I think that the dogs are going to talk. A la Beverly Hills Chihuahua, a la Marmaduke. Right. Because, quite frankly, I don't... If if dogs talking in movies was not a response to 2008, then why are we making them talk? Um. So something that I, I kind of just thought of, too, like in response to what you're saying, in, in response to what you were saying about you know, people being tired of people, how this movie is like a movie that kind of healed, healed a rift, it healed a wound, It healed a generation, yeah. So, I mean, not to like get like too political, but like a pandemic just happened and is happening. Yeah. And I'm wondering like, as you know, things get better, the movies we're going to see are like, are we going to see another wave of kind of animal flicks hitting the box office as, as, as the, the recent years kind of, kind of quell you know absolutely jillian after the after 2008 we were like shit what do we need hotel for dogs so here's like a fun little speculative exercise that i want to throw out at us yeah that we can be thinking about while we're watching the movie and then revisit Mm -hmm. and that's when maybe two years from now hotel for dogs 2 comes out yeah what do we want to see in Hotel for Dogs 2? I don't want an answer right now. I don't want an answer right now. Let's talk about this post-flick. But I think that's something to keep in mind. You know, like, how will how will Hotel for Dogs 2 achieve that goal? I love that idea, Jillian. I also think along those lines, I think we should really be considering the, yeah, political and socioeconomic nuances that will inevitably be in this film. In Hotel for Dogs, right? Yeah. Because they, they they showed up, Thor showed up, and he said, we're going to make something silly and lovable and also really poignant. And I think this is going to move us. <laughs> Starring Emma Roberts, Jake T. Austin, Don Cheadle, and Lisa Kudrow. Woo! Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Don Cheadle is in a hotel for dogs. <laughs> he said, I'll make it work. Wait, can I, wait, 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 sorry. Can I pop in really quick? Yeah. The okay, so you just listed off a fucking decent cast. Um, but the, the amazing, Ho- but whatever. <laughs> the movie's called Hotel for Dogs, and True. you just listed me four people. True. Are these four people? So okay, actually, well, I take it back. Looking at the movie poster, I can see that at least two of the four people you just named are people in this movie. But are the other two like the voice of dogs? Like, does Don Cheadle like voice an itty bitty little Boston Terrier? Or does Don Don Cheadle voice like a like a man, you know, like a person? You so you think the cast could be split halvesies? Like there are some of these people, the children will be real children, but then oh, Lisa Kudrow and Don Cheadle will just be the voices of dogs? Perhaps. I think that everybody's gonna be a dog. Oh, you know what? Wait, I'm, I'm looking. Human Lisa Kudrow is in this too. Oh, okay, shit. never mind. But I don't see human Don Cheadle. I don't see. I don't see I'm human not Don seeing Don human Cheadle Don Cheadle could be a little Boston Terrier. Okay, let's let's hope that Don Cheadle is the main character and the main character is the dog. Can uh, can we play a little game? Yeah. So like 
like the shtick of the show is kind of like you know we like hypothesize what we think these movies about. Oh, he's like our, but, li- our but okay. literally, literally, neither of us like it's just it's a hotel for fucking dogs. Like period. Period. <laughs> There's no <laughs> ways about anything else. So it's yeah, like, how do we keep matter. this episode a little bit spicy? Mm-hmm. Can we just like hype, uh, like maybe blind guess? Mm-hmm. What do we think these dogs' names are? Because I'm looking at a really rich movie poster that features about eight sweet little canines on it. Yeah, we got I'm a little scruffy a looking one. We got some floppy ones. We got a little bulldog. We got a little pug. <laughs> we got we we have a really diverse little crew of dogs here. I'm gonna be honest. I have a really hard time telling dogs apart, but I'll try my best. Give me three dog names, <laughs> and we'll see if they match up to any of these fucking dogs. Okay. Give me three dog names. Just off the bat. Yeah, off the boom. One, two, three. Three dog names. Go. Pot roast. Age of Ultron. Tony Collette. <laughs> Is this what you wanted? You know better than to ask me to free associate. Um. So I'm gonna go with. Yeah, now Spike. you go. <laughs> I'm gonna go, go with, bitch. I'm gonna go with Spike, Lola, and Poppy. <laughs> and if one of these fucking dogs is named Age of Ultron, I'm gonna shit myself. <laughs> okay. Uh, if, if, even if there's a dog close to Age of Ultron, like if there's a dog like Trollton or like Ulfus. Or like age. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Avenger. Any of those, I think I get the win on that. Wait, so okay, wait, wait. Also, I didn't understand going into this. <laughs> am I <laughs> am I married to my names? Like, if I if they aren't yes, that's shit. it. No, like, this isn't fair. You and I aren't gonna have like alternate like plot roots like boom i'll tell you the fucking plot two kids come across a dog that needs a home and they're like and then let's, op- this, like, let's open a hotel there's this like abandoned house let's Classic. just get a bunch of stray dogs yeah. put it in the abandoned house and then some people are come by and are like kids you can't do this this is squatting and these kids are like no we'll show you what we can do through the power of friendship and dogs and they'll and be like, like no. that's what's gonna happen and then they like warm the hearts of the town like that's fully what's gonna happen absolutely period. it's a zoning so, like, it's a zoning thing how how are we gonna make this a little spicier okay i don't know and let's maybe hypothesize the names of the dogs and then this bitch is out here like oh that little pug's name is tony collette no cap <laughs> i just i didn't understand that you wanted me to, like, if I don't get them right, I lose. I don't want to lose. Would you like to try again? Can I do it again? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. Rocco. Tony Collette. I'm keeping Tony Collette. <laughs> San Pellegrino. Okay. Key question. What does the hotel look like? Ooh. Like, layout, vibe. Yes. What are, okay. Um, Aesthetic. I think it's gonna look exact. I think it's gonna look exactly like um, Wes Anderson's Grand Budapest Hotel. Hotel. <laughs> I think like probably Hollywood just reused the exact same set. So like you know, there's gonna be a shot, like a really wide shot of all these dogs getting this stupid little cable or um Is it? Uh, like ski lift fucking thing. Yeah. Up to the hotel, and then they're gonna like have a dinner. Yeah, they're gonna have like a dinner with like Ray Fines and Jude Law. <laughs> Tilda Swinton. <laughs> 
Yeah, Tilda Swinton, and there's going to be like oh, little cookies that Saoirse Ronan brings. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but I think I'm doing a pretty good job. What do you think the hotel's going to look like? Because I, I think it's going to be like the, Ardi- the uh, Wes Anderson vibe. I think it's actually going to be really different. I think it's going to be like your classic sort of... Like sweet- neo-gothic? <laughs> I think like art deco, like Hollywood glamour. Ooh. Sort of like, yeah. Uh... I think Sweet Life of Zach and Cody kind of played. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's going to no, be the, no, ho- no. the same. Okay, wait, wait. The this same movie's just a hotel. set swap. It's the yeah. set swap, but I think it's the set from Grand Budapest Hotel. And and I think, think it's Sweet Life of Zach, Zach and Cody. Cody hotel. Yeah, which, let's be honest, I think I'm a little more on the nose. <laughs> what? Yeah. Come on. This is a, Emma. Emma. Ro- You're going to tell me that Emma Roberts and Jake T. Austin aren't essentially the Sprouse twins? Like, come on. Can we jump into. Wait. Oh, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. You got you it? Hear that, you hear that? Do you hear that timer going on? Oh, you hear that little bell? I'm hearing all You know what that means, Anne. Oh, yeah, I do. Oh. It's poop o'clock. <laughs> Okay, so Poop O'Clock, this, so this is only the second time we've done Poop O'Clock, but I think Poop O'Clock is going to be really, uh, it's going to play a really big role in this particular episode. Dare I say pivotal. Dare I say pivotal. pivotal. Role. It might even be its own kind of character. Yeah. I'm going to, so, okay, ballpark. How many dog shit jokes do you think are going to be in this movie? I'm going to ballpark say six. I'm going to say uh, everything in threes. So, yeah, three. Okay, great. So you think there's going to be three dog shit jokes? I think but they're going to be really good. I think they're like, going to really be really, good. really good. There's going to be like one dog shits on the carpet. Two, there's going to be something like, you can't have a hotel for dogs here. What about the smell? You yeah, know, and then they like wow. point to the bulldog or whatever. Yeah. And, and then yeah, the la- pot like, roast the you, bulldog. Pot roast the bulldog. You know, there's going to be sh- like shit on the wall at some point. A dog's going to eat their own shit. There's oh, going to be a lot of shit poo. jokes. Yeah. I think there's going to be too many shit shit jokes for a children's movie, but because dogs did the shit, it's funny. If it was like hotel for people and it was just like people poop everywhere, shit it wouldn't. Everywhere. Hang on, I want to check really quick. Don't mm-hmm. mind me. I want to check out this movie's Ron Tomatoes score. Mm, hotel it's for dogs. It's low. Uh, it's um. It's actually not as bad as you think it would be, though. Oh yeah, wait. This is a this has a forty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. This is going to be a good movie. Um, it's also rated PG for language, brief, mild, thematic elements, and some crude humor, which we know is poopy. That's got to be the poop jokes. That's got to be all the poo in this. Uh, ended up at Don Cheadle's Rotten Tomatoes page, as one does on a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, there's no way Don Cheadle didn't write his own Rotten Tomatoes bio. Okay, read immediately. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, ready? Yeah. Absolutely engaging and immensely talented actor Don Cheadle rightfully earned his reputation as one of his generation's most versatile and committed performers. I'm going to go ahead and... and dabble down to the end of this paragraph. Mr. Sheetle's ability to virtually disappear into any role kept him at the very top of Hollywood's list of go-to actors. Don Sheetle, bless his heart, is maybe the most, is he is at the top of the B-list to me. Yeah. So to say he disappears into any role is fucking generous. <laughs> no, There's I, no way Don Cheadle didn't write this. No, no fucking way. 
I'm so excited to watch this movie. I'm so excited to <laughs> This feels like a huge guilty pleasure moment. Um, so before we hop into this movie, let's just recap really quick. Yeah. Um, okay. So we both agree that that the plot of this movie is that it's a hotel for dogs. Um, but where we stray, no pun intended, where we stray is that I think the hotel looks like the Grand Budapest Hotel. Hotel. And you think it's the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody Hotel. And also we think the dogs are going to be named different things. Um, but other than that, it's just kids put dogs into a room and call it the hotel for dogs. Someone's yeah. going to get mad about them being there. Being it's like, going to be stinky. Be here. Yeah. And then, and then they're like, no, but uh, the dogs need it here. And then the people be like, okay, let's hop in. Yeah. Keep our eyes peeled for poops. Yeah. Keep your eyes peeled for poops, baby. And also uh, socioeconomic and political through lines relevant to the year 2009. Okay, so poopies, socioeconomic undertones, and what we want to see in a Hotel for Dogs 2, because we know there's going to be one. Perfect. I'll keep my eyes peeled for the first one. Okay. I'll, <laughs> you get the other I'll, two. I got you. Let's do it. <laughs> We're going to watch Hotel for Dogs voluntarily, and I'm not on an airplane. The only acceptable place to be watching Hotel for Dogs is drunk on an airplane. Ew. Oh, ew. What the hell? Oh, come fun. Come fun, come all. Oh, little trash dog. Is this realistic? How did they get this dog to do all these acting things? This is, this dog really, is really good. I'm realizing I don't know shit about dogs. Ew, ew, ew. Oh, he's oh butthole. I saw a butt. <laughs> this is what we thought Streetcar Named Desire would be. <laughs> this is <laughs> <No>. little dog. <laughs> oh, running around Los Angeles. Bone sweet bone. Bone, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> that oh, is a claymation dog. Friday? They named that dog Friday. Cowboy rides into town on Friday, <laughs> stays three nights, and leaves on Friday. How did he do it? <laughs> so far, I'm getting a whole lot of dog and not a lot of hotel. Am I right? That guy. Yeah, you get him, yeah, get him sunscreen. <laughs> oh, yeah, little wolf of doggy nose. Oh, see, this is exactly what I wanted this hotel to be. Yeah, you kind of nailed it. This is Sweet Life of Zack and Cody set. Where's Mr. Mosby? Yeah, where's Mr. Mosby? What if they named one of the dogs Don Cheetah? Oh, that's Meat Stick or whatever. That's Barfle. Yeah, (laughs) Pot Roast. Did you call it Barfle? Yeah. It's Bone O'Clock somewhere. Okay, well, oh, I cannot believe the disdain with which he just threw that gorgeous hat. <laughs> yeah, that dog looks like my ass. <laughs> Two wieners, one is in the fence, the other's helpless. I, I, I can't stay, I've stayed too long, I need to go back to my hotel for dogs. My hotel, the stroke of midnight, I turned back into a weasel. Stroke of midnight, I turned back into a hotel for dogs. <laughs> <laughs> the be, be a hotel, hotel for dogs. dogs. <laughs> no sex, just hotel for dogs.
how how we usually record these is Anne and I record the first half and then we watch the movie on the same day. And then the next day is when we record part two. However, it has been two weeks since we watched Hotel for Dogs because I fell violently ill the next day after watching this shit. Like, you can hear it in my voice. I sound disgusting. I still have, like, the remnants of a horrid sinus infection. And I'm convinced Hotel for Dogs may... Maybe it didn't fully give it to me, but it it definitely didn't help. Here's the thing. Yeah. I was listening back to our recording of part one, and there's a point in part one where I say... I give, like, a plot line, kind of just, like, as an offhand, like, joke a little bit. That's, like, you know, the kids are going to find a dog and put it in a hotel and they're going to save the town through the power of, you know, whatever. Magic. I'm going ins- to insert that clip right now. Boom, I'll tell you the fucking plot. Two kids come across a dog that needs a home and they're like, ooh, look, at there's this, like... There's this, like, abandoned house. Let's just get a bunch of stray dogs, put it in the abandoned house, and then some people are come by and are like, kids, you can't do this. This is squatting. And these kids are like, no, we'll show you what we can do through the power of friendship and dogs. And it's like, that, that, that's what's going to happen. And then they, like, warm the hearts of the town. Like, that's fully what's going to happen, period. Okay, what I said, that's the plot. Trust me, that is that is the plot. That was Boom, it. Done. Boom. Done. Boom. <laughs> Jillian from two weeks ago who hadn't seen the movie has us covered now. Dare I say it delivered. I think first, okay, not to get it out of the way, but because it's a crowd pleaser, I think we should do our poop clocks. Whoa, you're, we're only a couple minutes in. Are you saying it's time to ring the bell? I think it might be time to ring the bell because I think there's a lot there. I think All right, editing a lot Jillian, there. you know what to do. Sound the alarm. Hey! <laughs> All right, yeah. Yeah, go. Okay. Give me a first timestamp. Jog my oh, yeah, memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote down the timestamps. All right. First timestamp is 38 minutes and 44 seconds in. Which, in my opinion, is way too deep into this film for the first poop o'clock. That's <laughs> my personal preference. Uh, Thor had other ideas. So we had the first second, one at 38. Okay, second. Yeah, second poop o'clock um, is at 40 minutes and 30 seconds. And it's actually a double whammy. There are does somebody poop on someone else oh there are two poop references at the same time there two dogs poo oh two it's a two dog poo okay it's a two dog it's for the price of one yeah okay and then the third or fourth however you want to count it uh poop (laughs) o'clock was at 43 minutes and my notes just say poop buffet No, they do not. What? They say poop buffet. But here's the thing. Yeah. I know how to decipher my own fucking mind. So something that happens in the hotel is so they have all these dogs in the hotel and the one of the kids somehow is a mastermind engineer and is able to make these really cool contraptions for the dogs, like automatic feeders, you know, stuff like that. And he makes this like, like shit conveyor belt. And these dogs that are stray dogs and not trained to do this, go up on this little, like, throne. 
like a set of thrones right next to each other. I, yeah, there's no other and way they to describe sit, that. They sit and poop, and the poop goes down onto a conveyor belt, and the conveyor belt exits the building. So it's like a little buffet table. It's like when you go to like a sushi buffet. <laughs> oh, I, I really know. I really know with the boats <laughs> and the thingy that goes around. So those those were the poop poops of clocks. Okay, I have to be honest, I feel like I had a little bit of a different understanding of the mechanics of that specific contraption. Of the poop buffet? Yeah, because if I'm remembering correctly, it's not just like they dump onto the conveyor belt. <laughs> <laughs> like the- We're in there. We're, 20, we're, we're in our 20s. We're in our 20s, Jillian. <laughs> Jillian. Jillian, I swear to God, I had a moment. I think I say it in part, like, when we're watching it. But I, we're always talking about how we wish there were more poopa clocks in things. And I realized there were poopa clocks in this one because it's a children's movie. And we're, yeah. and we're children. And we're children. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> So this was okay. So you were saying about this, yeah. about this poop contraption. I do want to finish this thought because I actually I think it's valid. There were bags in the mix. It's not like it's just going. Oh, s- there were bags. So it's not because right. remember at the it shows us really how niftily they're getting these little bags through like down a chute into a trash can. How do they have the budget for? You know what? I don't. You care. know what? We don't want to touch <laughs> I don't that. Care. We don't want to touch that. That's like seeing Oz. Like we don't need to know. I I know this is only our second time doing poop o'clock. Um, wh- what's the point of poop o'clock again? We just look for poop, but it's like okay. So wait, okay. so really quick, you Jill- and I just found three instances of poop. But don't like, don't like. No, don't be just like. But what are we? Poop-a- where are we going with it? I feel like in Terminator we had something to say about it, whereas here we're just like yes. Dogs pooped thrice. <laughs> uh, well, the intention of poop o'clock is to humanize characters, but I feel like if they're dogs, that's kind of that's negated. Like taking a dump isn't necessarily an anthropomorphic thing, and I actually think that is our own folly, because in entering poop o'clock, we always assumed that it would be people taking poops. And so we're like, oh, yeah. we're learning things about the characters. <laughs> like, that's the number one thing they tell you about scat. Like, you can learn a lot if you've ever been to sixth grade science camp. Like, they say scat's where it's at. Like, you're going to learn a lot. <laughs> I don't care. Let's talk about the dog names. <laughs> okay, so my... Oh, wait, okay. So my guess is we're... Uh, if pot I'm roast? mistaken, pot roast... Age of Ultron, and Tony Collette. I, you gave me a redemption. You gave me a little redemption though, and then I chose still Tony Collette. Poppy. Poppy one was of one of mine. Yeah. Okay. Asshole. Okay. I think I did like San Pellegrino. Oh, San Pellegrino, Tony Collette, and like Bowser. I think were my yeah, other something ones. like that. Yeah. And then I picked Spike. Poppy and Lola, I think. Okay, okay. So, Lo. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so there is a dog named not Lola, but Lenny. Okay. 
bull mastiff. So, I th- so you're saying that's a half one. point. So I'm saying you get a half. Okay, point I got for a that. half point. I got a half point. There's a Boston Terrier named Georgia. I don't think either of us get a point on that. No. You could argue that Poppy and Georgia have similar energies, but I. I'm not willing to. There's for. really not a fucking dog named Spike in this movie. I know. How many un- dogs were there in this movie? There is a dog named Henry, though. There were... That's... S- oh, get this, Jillian. There were 70 dogs used for the making of Hotel for Dogs. 70. And, and, many of which were actually rescued from the pound. So, how cute is that? And not a single fucking one was named Spike. Bike, not a one. There wow. may have been there may have been a Tony in there. <laughs> in which case, I'm giving myself a half point as well. You're giving you know yourself what? a half point on speculation. I'm giving myself a half point on speculation because I think it's most appropriate for us to call this a draw. I think this Fair. is a draw. Okay, yeah. truce. Moving on, I want to talk about something we addressed in the first half, the vibe of the hotel. Yeah. You won. You won I won one. hands I down. Hands yeah. down. It was, v- it was not Wes Anderson, <laughs> not. Grand Budapest Hotel Hotel in the slightest. Ray Fiennes was not there. There was no use of pastels, no bellboy. There, I, I lost. I missed every box. Yeah. You checked every box. I checked every single box. I said that it was old Hollywood. I said it was Art Deco, but also kind of Sweet Life and Zach, if, like Sweet Life of Zach and Cody esque. I think I nailed the first part of that. It's like an old, like downtown LA abandoned hotel. I think I nailed the second part of that, which was shenanigans. You know, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody shenanigans. Yeah, that was getting all up in there. shit. Yeah, post it's a post apocalyptic. Sweet life. Yeah. In this which is the like humans are gone. Sweet life of Zach and Cody. Yeah, it's just Emma Roberts and Jake T. Austin and Don Cheadle there. Oh, and Lisa Kudrow, lest we forget. Let's talk about how Don Cheadle is God. Yes, Don Cheadle is a God figure. This does like work its way into like my whole, I don't want to say, I don't want to say conspiracy because conspiracy implies that I'm wrong. I think I'm, like, this is, like, an astute observation on my part, which is, like, the concept of animal movies being the response to anything bad happening ever. (laughs) Like, when did Old Yeller, like, when was Old Yeller a thing? You know, like, when was, like, when the red fern grows? Like, what was going on? But those aren't happy animal movies. All those dogs get, like, shot and stuff. Yeah, but it's still, like, the dog. It's still, like, centered on, like, the animal. I feel like there's a very, very long large difference between hotel for dogs and old yeller he shoots old yeller betwixt the eyes wait what (laughs) (laughs) what that can't be the plot one thing we didn't foresee happening which i kind of did because i was like oh i think don Cheadle's gonna play like bad cop doesn't like doesn't want to do stuff that he's got to do. We thought maybe he would be a villain. But in reality, such a good guy. Such a good guy. Um, and at the end of the film, he flips sides and he's like, actually, this hotel for dogs situation is really great. And we should all get behind it. As the city of Los Angeles is crowded in this hotel. He's like, we should get behind this. And yeah, he does and he a roll stands, call. He does a he roll does call. He does a roll call. For all the doggies. He stands up above the crowd 
holding a book as if preach as as Jesus preaches to his disciples that it was the spitting image of that and he calls out these dogs names one by one to like bring them forth were like, there tw- were there perhaps 12 were there perhaps 12 dogs whoa we didn't even think about it. we got to watch it again god damn it yeah damn it um but it was very christ like very messiah esque mhm Mm-hmm. So essentially, the conclusion that we've come to is that Don Cheadle is God. He really disappeared into that role, didn't he? He really did. He had me hook, line, and sinker. So um, before we give this movie our official review, and I want to because when we watched this movie two weeks ago, we had been having kind of tough weeks. Yeah, and we were like, we're just gonna put on an easy film, something to kind of sit back, relax, laugh at, chat, you know. The question I want to pose was, when we watched it, yeah. not now, when we watched it, yeah. is it what we wanted? And, follow up, is it what we needed? I, okay, so this is kind of tricky for me. Because I think what I wanted was, <laughs> I think what I wanted was it for it to take the, all the pain away. Okay. But I think what I needed was for this movie to tell me that wasn't going to happen. Whoa. So I think it's not at all what I wanted, but absolutely what I needed. And it was a bit of a wake-up call. It was a wake-up call for you for sure, because I think this movie really said you need to, you need to be more grateful for your health and well-being. And you're not. Yeah, that's so really I'm nice. Gonna, I'm going to kick you in the fucking teeth on this one yeah yeah i yeah i'm in a similar boat as you um this movie was upon watching it the movie was definitely what i wanted it was a lot of fun it was a nice little kickback relaxing and in the moment it was what i needed you know however since watching that film two weeks ago to then going to feeling like i had one foot and ball in the grave it was not what i wanted and it was fucking not what I needed. I missed mm-hmm. so much fucking shit. Fuck Hotel for Dogs. What do we want from Hotel for Dogs 2? Because, you know, like we were saying, talking dog films, feel-good movies, this came right after a big event in 2008. Yeah. In response, right now we're in another. a really big event. Hopefully it'll go away soon. It'll wind down. So the... Hotel for Dogs 2 that is going to inevitably come once the pandemic has calmed down more. What what do we need to see in it? What do we want to see? What do we think we're going to see? Here's what I want, Julian. Can I go yeah. ahead and jump in here? So Yeah, pop off. A little bit of a convoluted train of thought here that got me to this conclusion, but if people can just hang in here for a second, I promise it's worth it. So... When I was watching this film, and this ties back in with my whole theory that this would actually have really nuanced socioeconomic commentary. Not seeing a whole lot of that. But I think you could argue that every single major character aligned themselves with a politician slash worldly protagonist in the year 2008. I don't want to get super in the weeds, but... Don Cheadle, clearly Christ figure, 
coming in at the end being like, yes, we can. He basically yesed we canned at the end of Hotel for Dogs, Obama. Lisa Kudrow, classic trashy villain, Sarah Palin. Emma Roberts, her and Jake T. Austin, they were kind of linked. I've like maybe Hillary Clinton. I don't know. The point I'm trying to make is what I want to see in Hotel for Dogs 2 is for them to take all the major players on the world stage from the year 2020 to 2021 and make them dogs. Oh shit. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm going to say. You want an abstract dogification of the American political scene in the year 2020. Yes, that is correct. Oh, no, 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 no. COVID-specific. COVID-specific, because there's a lot going on. COVID-specific. So I want to see what is Fauci, who is Fauci as a dog. In, in my head, I thought, like, pointer. Who is... Obviously, Trump's got to be in there. He's like a skanky little white poo hole. You know, one of those little yippy dogs. Yeah, that has, like, eye stains. And a leaky ass. <laughs> So here's, I, I have a big question then. Yeah. Do they be shitting on a poop <laughs> conveyor belt? <laughs> Am I gonna see an AOC dog poop on a fucking shit buffet? <laughs> Is that what you're telling me? And that's gonna heal that's the world. I, I back this 100%. I am copying and pasting your answer to the question. Should we go ahead and give this movie our official review, official Sneaker Waves review? Yeah. Um, again, it's been a long time since we've seen it, so I've kind of had a lot of time to think about this, like what I really want to give this movie. Like I've had a lot of time to process everything. And so I'm really comfortable with the the, uh, the scale I've come up with, the rating I've come up with. Scale of 1 to 10. Okay. We don't talk about this beforehand. No, never. So 1 being bad, 10 being good. Let's, okay. Classic. Count of 3, we'll say it at the same time. All right. Three, two, one, ten out of ten. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, this is so for dogs. Like, yeah, it made me like sick as all daylights, but it was it was just fun. You know, they got a bunch of dogs and they put them in a hotel and like, and they just kind of did that, and it was great. It was really, really. I was honestly, dare I say pleasantly surprised it wasn't what i wanted but it was what i needed i think don Cheadle absolutely transcended i thought lisa kudrow was a convincing villain it made me not like her emma roberts and jake t austin are as cute as all get out and those dogs were talented didn't those about dogs that. were good actors those that dogs one were little good dog? actors the, that yeah, main the one, dog the main the dog little, was really main good. dog was good yeah yeah. Oh, did you know the main dog's training lasted 16 weeks? Wow. That dog put in the time. Okay, Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, okay, okay, Daniel Day-Lewis. Wow. Way to really, di- like... We got a regular Daniel Dog Lewis over here. <laughs> piece of shit. You piece of shit. <laughs> Couldn't help myself. All right, we have given this movie our official review, 10 out of 10, pure unabashed fun, all-star cast, Great acting by the dogs. Go go watch it if you haven't seen it. Right. It's an easy flick. It's not going to be, you know, like a big... It's not going to be a big event. Just turn it on with some pals. Get some popcorn. Gather around. You know, that's what it's all about, folks. That's what it's all about. I'm adding it to my classics. 
Can't wait for two. Can't wait for number can't two. Can't wait for two. I can't wait to see. Uh, Ber- I can't wait to see Bernie Sanders as a dog. Shit on the floor. Yeah. And drag his ass afterwards. Yes, we can. <laughs> um. All right. I think it's time for us to sign off. Huge thank you to our friend Joe for creating an original song for us. Still doesn't have that name. Thank you to Ed for letting us use the microphone. And thank you to all of you for tuning in to episode five. Five. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Look at us go. All right. We'll see you guys in the next episode. And never turn your back on the ocean. Hi, my name is Jillian Van Sicklin, and today I will be reading for the part of Megan Fox in Megan Fox's um, Instagram post following her GQ interview. Um, and my name is Anne Carrier, and I will be auditioning for the role of Machine Gun Kelly in Machine Gun Kelly's most recent Instagram post, also following uh, their most recent GQ interview. And we would like to um, pay homage to one of our favorite classic um, plays to ever grace the stage, A Streetcar Named Desire by Tennessee Williams. And for that reason, we are going to be taking inspiration from the characters Blanche and Stanley, respectively. And action. Life without you is worse than death. Put a bullet in my head. If we have nothing left, and if dad ever comes, meet me in heaven, and let's fuck like demons. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I did a bad thing. Oh, I feel like I just put something Maleficent out in the world. That was like, that was a hex. That was a hex of fun. I don't know if I can get through this. The tale of two outcasts and star-crossed lovers caught in the throes of a torrid solar flare of a romance featuring feverish obsession, guns, addiction, shamans, lots of blood. General man. <laughs> Therapy. <laughs> Tantric night terrors. <laughs> Banding rituals. Chug herself. <laughs> hallucinations, organic smoothies, and the <laughs> and the kind of sex that would make Lucifer clutch his rosary. <laughs>
Uh, um, thank you for your consideration.